Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Shadows. I'm author and ghost historian Mike Ricksecker. Our chat shenanigator from the edge of the rabbit hole, Shana Wonka, will be joining us very shortly here. She is on her way home from work. One of those uh, evenings, she does have a, a new job, but one of those evenings where she actually had to work a little bit late and um, is on the way. So it happens. We do have real lives here, but live now to talk to you about the third eye right there, right in the middle of the forehead. Had uh, some interesting things happen uh, this past weekend, which is why I really wanted to uh, get into this. And I just noticed that I forgot to light the candle. So let's go ahead and light that candle real quick. So think about cranium back there. You know, goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Ghosties in the house, of course. And uh, we'll just let you know that this episode of Beyond the Shadows is brought to you by Hunter Road Roast. It helps you hunt ghosts. And there's Shauna. Shauna is in the house, walking around the car. Here she comes. Here she comes, just a walking in the door. She's like, oh my fucking God. All right, let's get her microphone turned on, and she's ready to go. All right, hello, my love. Hi. How are you tonight? Wonderful. Wonderful. Did you have a good day at work? Yeah. This is not what the show is about. <laughs> she's just like, let's get into it. In any case, here we go. So, third eye. There's an interesting thing that uh, that happened over this weekend. We'll get this story in here in a few minutes. Vanessa Holgo is going to be calling in here in um, in just a few minutes. And I'm actually going to, we're actually going to need the headphones for that. So, not prepared at all for, for that. I wasn't even thinking. So, we're going to try to do eventually call-ins or callers with this show. Have like a call-in type of a show. Uh, down the road. So we're testing it tonight with Vanessa. So let's get into the story here. And then Vanessa's going to call in here in just a couple minutes. So um, what happened this past weekend, and you can, whatever you believe about uh, aliens or what have you, find that's not actually the point of the story. So what happened was we're out there in the parking lot with Andrea Perrin, and she has a way of trying to communicate with the uh, galactic family of um you know part of it as she goes through the process ends up using the uh, the third eye a lot of people are out there trying to get photographs that's kind of the thing is she's trying to help people take photographs of, of what's out there and to me that's not photographs are fine that's not the more interesting part actually what was really interesting about this particular uh experience was she hadn't started talking for about more than 10 seconds and all of a sudden a meteor uh dashes across the sky and i'm not talking like your simple just falling star and phew. no this was like a fireball that came uh it was low in the sky you could see the fire it had this long tail to it um you know it made a sizzling sound and then when it got to that end it um, just you saw this like burst of light and then all this, all these other little pieces that was really 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 cool you know not saying that's aliens it was a meteorite but um, it was very very cool and just the timing of it was like that's pretty awesome but in part of her process she talks about opening the third eye and there's a lot of different ways in using the third eye um, and we'll talk about that because that's a big thing with Vanessa and her different abilities and remote viewing and being able to pick up on different things. Um, so we'll get into that sort of stuff. Um, so in her trying to communicate with the, the galactic family, it's supposed to be part of it. And there are people that believe you can 
communicate with aliens that way. And I'm not saying this was an alien thing, but what was kind of interesting about it was that, um, so you're kind of like, okay, I'm here. You know, if there's something out there, I want to be able to communicate with you sort of thing. And, you know, you could say that it, something fell maybe it was a meteor it fell on my head or whatever i don't know but all of a sudden something did poke me right between the freaking eyes was it an alien poking me i don't know but what was interesting after that was that for like the next 10 minutes i was seeing stars and sparkles and green lines no idea why but is that an opening of the third eye or was it a communication with somebody tapping on that third maybe i don't know um but it was really really interesting so that is kind of like what happened to inspire me to go ahead and let's talk about the third eye and like i said it doesn't have to be aliens or whatever there's a lot of different ways in which people with these type of ability use that um to be able to um you know there's there's when we're investigating the paranormal and somebody observes something whether it's you know it could be an apparition um a lot of times not everybody sees that and it's possible that this apparition or whoever is there is seen with that mind's eye that third eye um so it's it's all kind of related um and pamela phillips everyone has a third eye in your brain on the side um tim shown not saying it was aliens but it was aliens oh yeah kind of right um so and there's a lot of different theories about the um the activity of the pineal gland in there and how that enhances your psychic abilities and being able to use that uh third eye that it opens you up a lot more so there's been a lot of research into that and so when we talk about like dark chocolate <laughs> um it is it actually helps with that because we'll get drained on a lot of these investigations um because that part of our physicality is being activated and you know so the dark chocolate actually helps as a restorative measure and it all ties in together like that um robert hannah hopefully not the sparkles from twilight you're the one that watches twilight I mean, I don't watch it, watch it, but I have watched it. She yes. has watched it. I have watched it. I don't think you've watched it since I've been around. No. Yeah. <laughs> so just checking to see if uh, Vanessa has called in. She should be calling here at the top of the hour. Um, and then she has some interesting insights um, because of how she uses uh, the third eye uh, in everything that she does with remote viewing and channeling and and all those different things. Um, Roland Gerodi is uh, dark chocolate. Why not drink coffee? There's something up with the chocolate. Um, it's not the caffeine part of it. Um, it's something else about the chocolate that actually helps with that. Um, and actually, I don't know if it's the darker the better, but probably the darker the better with that. Yeah, and really, just to be on the safe side, and it's not an excuse to just eat more chocolate, but maybe you should do it before and after. Okay. Yeah, it does. It actually does kind of help when you when you have some beforehand because it kind of um, 
I don't gives you that little. I don't say because it's not like really energy, but I guess it gives you it helps with a little bit of clarity in that particular situation. And then the chocolate's a restorative measure, and it's not just Harry Potter. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So um, let's see, I saw Jackie uh, Jackie Hicks. I have to watch this recording. The AM. Yeah, it will be still available in the AM. Plus, we're gonna uh, toss it up there on YouTube in a few days. So um, now they're saying we need Hunter Road Media chocolate bars. Mm-hmm. So uh, the problem with that is the traveling and some of these events that are outside. Chocolate is not going to work for that. But yeah. yeah, put it on ice. <laughs> put it, yeah, put it on ice. So, um, so the third eye, um, that part of you that is supposed to be able to. Um, see things that we wouldn't normally see with our other eyes that are more metaphysical in nature. I mean, this is one of the reasons we go to Zen and get crystals. <laughs> They're supposed to help with things like that. Yeah, I think you have some crystals that help with the third eye. Um, lapis. Lapis. Yep. Uh, Donna at Zen uh, tells me that if I want to have a little more clarity in my third eye, I need to um, put the lapis right here. So put the lapis right on Boom. the third eye, and yep. that will help with it. All right, in order to hear Vanessa, you're going to need those. She just called in. So let's go ahead and bring... You can use both sides, by the oh, way. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and bring Vanessa on. Probably should have already been wearing the headphones. Totally unprepared for doing this. Like I said, this is a something that we're testing to see if we can do this for future episodes. So, um, all right, let us unmute Vanessa. Vanessa, hello. Hi, how Hi. you doing? I am dandy. Can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you fine. Um, and it looks like the audio came across the desktop. So everybody down in the chat, let us know if you're hearing Vanessa. Uh, but it looks like, according to my setup here, that uh, her sound is coming through. Uh, Bree Jones is saying she she tried selenite on the third eye last night. Uh, made for no sleep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, all right. So um, Vanessa, we're talking about the third eye. I'm kind of stumbling along because of. And it's just been weird so far since we started this particular episode with um, with the setup. And, and Vanessa, you can't do that. I didn't do anything. Okay, we heard feedback. It was like you were watching the chat again. I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you did it when we had Brandy on for Edge of the Rabbit Hole. I did. I suck. I'm you did. Sorry. So no volume while we're going. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So now you being a psychic medium, which I mean, I know you don't use that term to describe yourself, but everybody else uses it to describe you. Um, and they say that they hear you perfectly clear. So that's good. So what does the third eye mean to you? Um, the third eye is something that I hadn't given an, a whole lot of thought to um, just because, you know, the, the, the um, the images, the words, the feelings, everything, they just kind of come at me. Um, I hadn't given it a lot of, a lot of um, really in-depth thought until I was in Ireland this last time. And I had probably one of the strangest experiences I've ever had in my life. And for me to say that, that means something. Because we know, I mean, 
I'm I I am a strange experience. So right. <laughs> I mean, for for this to go to that point, it took a lot. Um, Susie Kinsella, who is a friend of ours that lives in Balladrine, she gave Gwen and I this oil to try uh, before we were going on our last investigation. Probably one of the most you know one of the most uh, active investigations while we were there. It was absolutely insane, but we didn't know this going into it. She gave us this oil, and if if memory serves, it was uh, Raphael oil. It was either Raphael or Gabriel oil. It was angel oil. And I put mine on my third eye, on my throat chakra, and on my heart. And within about 60 seconds, keep in mind, I placed this in three areas. My third eye was on fire. It was, it felt like there was a burning hole being bored into my forehead. But not on my throat chakra, not on my heart. Okay. Now, was this actually, um, I mean, did it enhance the abilities that you already have? Is that what, what this is doing? Oh, we're getting to that. Um, this is, this is the crazy part. After about five minutes, that that finally calmed down, and we were getting ready to leave. And it was it was a decent drive. Mick came and picked us up, and we were getting ready to leave to go to this particular location. We didn't get 10, 15 minutes outside of Belladrine or, or away from Spelman's where we were staying before we hit, um, a, a, I guess, a county line or whatever they call them there, and boom, every single image, every single word, everything that anybody who was previously deceased from that area that they could give me all came at once. Oh, wow. And it didn't stop. Each county or or town that we came to next, it started all over again all new people, uh, I was being shown weapons, I was being told battle plans, I was given names, I was given everything you could think of, colors that they were wearing, how much blood was spilt. Gwen caught all this on camera. She caught all of it on camera. They would not stop, and each each line we hit, it was a whole new group of people. It was It was almost as if that oil opened up my third eye so much that it was like a headlight. And it was just drawing everything. We actually had to stop the car at one point in time because they were so loud that I had to get out of the car and go the direction to this gated area that they were sending me to. Oh, wow. Then, yes, it was, I honestly really would be fine never doing that again. <laughs> I really would. Um, Then we went to the location and it was ridiculous. Same situation. My sight in that way through my third eye was probably 50 times stronger than what I'm used to. Okay. And you know, yeah, you know, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a lot, especially with you. So now when you are seeing things with your third eye, like this is, is, these are things that other people can't normally see with their own eyes. You may be seeing like 
you know, full bodied people with that, that, yeah, that, that other people just can't. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's like, um, I remember this movie with Demi Moore in it years ago called The Butcher's Wife, and they actually explained it so perfectly in that. It's like I'm viewing my own private picture show. And it, but, the, but it's interactive. It's interactive. They're actually communicating with me, but I can see them very, very, very clearly, but still see what is directly in front of my eyes. And the two don't intermingle. It's like, it's like screen and screen, if that makes any sense. This lasted the entire drive to our location, the entire time we were at the location, which was a couple, two, two and a half hours, and with an hour and a half drive to get there, then the entire drive back. Wow. See, this is something that I wonder with Shauna, and don't mind her, she's still shenanigating the chat. Um, uh-huh. but like with Shauna, she sees this, uh, this shimmer when she sees Molly from the, uh, Mineral Springs Hotel. I'm addressing this to you, by the way. Yeah, I know. I'm listening. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but I don't see this shimmer. So is I she, act- I see them. Yeah. I see them like I see you. So I'm, I'm wondering, is Shauna seeing this with her third eye? Because I don't see it and I don't know what Shauna might think of this. I think Shauna, and Shauna, I'm going to jump in here real quick. I think Shauna's actually seen almost an image of the aura or that, you know, not necessarily in a color, but the energy that they're putting off. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of of times people see that in colors. She's seen it in, it's, do you see any color with that shimmer? Nope. It's just like a heat wave. It looks just like a heat mirage. Just always. And I can watch it. I can watch her walk. Like she's walking. I don't see, you know, form or features or anything. It's just this mass of stuff, and it's, you know, uh, just so tall. And then um, it manipulates, you know, as it's walking. You can see it, you know, over stuff. And then whenever she passes by it, then everything is like it's supposed to be. But she's the only one that I see like that. I don't ever see anything else like that. Interesting. Uh, that that might just be the way that she feels more comfortable because I've seen something like what Sean is describing, but I never quite described it that way. To me, it looked like if you, because you know, you know me, Mike. You know, I go back with movies, right? And that's how I try to to give people a visual. Um, do you remember the movie The Abyss? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember how uh, the certain beings in that movie almost looked as if they were made of water? Right. Of course. That is, I have seen that okay. in certain instances, but that was more for me. Not, I, I can't speak for Shauna, but that was more for me when I was just starting to see full, full bodies, physically seeing full bodies, and that was how that they, that's how they represented themselves to me. Um, that was how I could accept the fact that I was seeing something. Now when I see them, I see them how they are. I, whether they've had limbs chopped off, whether they are missing part of their head to a gunshot wound, whether they have been set on fire, I see them how they passed. And once okay. I can get past how, how they passed, then they show me themselves how they looked before they passed. 
if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's pretty interesting. So just for uh, clarification, this is from Leslie Fear. Uh, so the third eye, it's more like mental images? No. Uh, to me, no. The third eye, to me, is almost like a microscope. It's, it's, um, it's my clarification. I can see dead people with my own two eyes. But, but they are my but they are my own two eyes and I might my brain might make me alter that image because I'm seeing it through my own eyes. If I'm seeing it through my third eye, it's clarification. It is as clear as it can be. Okay, I guess this is where I'm a little and I'm still learning, um on all this stuff. Uh-huh. I mean So I guess the way that I've always taken it or have learned it up till now is that basically like you're saying you see them with your own two eyes. If I was standing there next to you looking at the exact same thing, I may not be seeing them with my own two eyes. So Correct. wouldn't that be the third eye working for you to be able to see them? It could be. I mean, I'm we're none of us are experts, you know. I'm right. still right. I'm still kind of learning my own gifts that I've had my entire life because they're they're ever changing. It isn't like, okay, well, I can see dead people, so now that's how I see them, and that's, and that's all good gravy. Uh, or I can hear dead people, and I can, I can hear them this way, and, and that's exactly how it's supposed to be. The more I do this, the more I evolve, the more those, that particular skill set grows, and it's ever-changing. It's, it's like the evolution of the psyche, for lack of a better way of putting it. So d- does it clarify things for me? Yes. Um, to address a question that was here in the chat, because I'm watching this on my phone right now, does it also help me to see things that possibly are not human? I think I see them better with my third eye than I do with my regular eyes. Okay. Does that help answer that? I think so. Uh, We also had a couple different people ask down in the chat to, uh, to again, repeat what the oil was that you used. Oh, I, I don't recommend it. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't recommend don't it, recommend but you it, used it and had all kinds of crazy but stuff I happen. Used it. Yeah. Um, I, I can't remember if it was, because it, it was angel oil. I can't remember if it was Gabriel or Raphael, but I want to believe it was Raphael. Um, but I could be wrong on that. I can check with Susie. Um, I'm, I'm about as open as you can get. This was too open. This was too much. It, towards the end, when Mick was taking us back to the hotel, Gwen and I were both done. I could barely speak by the, by the time we were 10 minutes away from the hotel. I was, everything I had in me was gone. Okay. So it's not, and I mean, I'm very well seasoned at this. This is what I do. And it was too much for me. Right. It was too much for me. Yeah, it sounds like you're a bit overwhelmed. Um, Quite a bit overwhelmed. And the fact that it only affected the third eye, not the the throat or or the heart. I mean, if it was an allergic reaction, it would have affected all three areas. Right. Okay. It it did not. And it it was quite painful in more ways than one. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. So... All right. Well, Vanessa, I don't want to keep you too long. Um, 
But I do appreciate you uh, coming on, chatting with us a little bit about the third eye, testing our call-in. So I'm thinking down the road we'll uh, we'll do some call-ins to the show. So thank you for being a guinea pig, Vanessa. <laughs> you are very welcome. You guys have an absolutely fantastic rest of your show, and I'm going to go tinkle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's always great at letting us know when she has to tinkle. I am. I love y'all. <laughs> all right. Take Bye. care, Vanessa. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, So, all right. So that was Vanessa Hogle, my co-hostess from Edge of the Rabbit Hole. Um, okay. So, Shauna, um, Leslie Fear was wondering how you would describe your abilities. All over the place. What do you mean by that? Like, kind of I describe mean, some of your abilities. Um, so you see Shimmers. Yeah, I I say, I say I see a shimmer because I've experienced many I've experienced spirits of all kinds and there's only one that I've ever seen a shimmer. Everything else is either full-blown apparitions, um, shadows. Uh, every once in a while I'll see a shadow with a light in the middle of it. Um, twinkles balls of light and just one shimmer one shimmer well you see a number of other things and i wonder if like with byron are you the only one that's actually seen byron i'm the only one that's seen him in full form uh everybody else he showed up as an apparition except for uh my friend tanya um who saw him she said she was the one that saw the little boy up upstairs. And okay. So, um, but she didn't really describe too much with features. She just said, you know, oh my she God, there's a, a there's a boy up there. Yeah. So, um, which Tanya and I still talk. So I've been actually meaning to ask her to describe what she saw even all those years ago. And she will probably remember. Um, she She's also a psychic medium. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, to, to me, it's just um, kind of interesting. The, the idea that, you know, two people could be standing there and one sees something you know, like an apparition or whatever it is, and the other person doesn't, which is one of the kind of frustrating things within this field. But I always end up chalking that up to, well, one person, you know, is a little bit more open to it than the other. And to me, that ends up coming back to the the third eye where somebody's, you know, because they're, they're kind of more personally open to the idea of it, that their third eye is more conducive to seeing these different things. So, so one person might see it because they're, their third eye is more open to it while the other person has closed themselves off. So, yeah, sometimes I just don't think it's a, a physical thing. Although, at Mineral Springs Hotel, it was a physical thing because we all saw that, yeah. that girl. So, and you get, you know, Tom McNicholas is down in the chat and maybe Dustin Samario is as well and they could tell you what we saw. Um, but that little girl is definitely down the hall. So, I don't, even, I don't think that one was a third eye thing. I think that was a physical manifestation. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think. So, um, Bree Jones says, I think I, Shauna, I think I saw a little boy in blue overalls when you were talking about Justin Byron. previously. It's going to be Byron. Yeah. 
Yeah, Justin's in the chat. <laughs> um, if you look at the picture of Byron that Adam drew, that that was him. So that was um, pretty spot on. Um, yeah, it was it was right like there. taking a like I took a photograph and said here you know freehand this is basically what it was like. Um, so I really believe that in that moment, you know, when he was dry, I think, I think he saw him in his mind's eye. I think right. he saw him, you know? Um, and so that would be using the third eye right there is the way Adam's been able to do that. Yeah. Cause he's done that. He's done that for you with Byron. Uh, he did that for cat gash with James and to the point she was crying when she saw that illustration. So that's that's Adam basically using his third eye to be able to see that person mm-hmm. and draw it because he's such a you know fantastically skilled artist. Yeah, and for us for blue coverall, I don't know, you know, I've only seen Byron in one outfit. Um and you could tell that he was not of this plane just by his colors or lack thereof. Um it was more just like a like like a filter um which in itself was just bizarre um except for his his eyes were were big um but it he looked like just a lot of just gray and you know like almost a black and white filter but not quite black and white um it was weird it was very weird. I was not expecting it, and um, I've seen apparitions in full color, too. So, okay. um, a handful of times. So I don't know what the rules are. I don't know if that's just because um, that's all the energy that they have to pull something like that off, or I don't know if it's because that's you know their pers- how they want me to perceive them I don't I would think by now Molly would be comfortable enough to let me see what she looks like since she goes everywhere I go um, you would think if she's comfortable enough to do that she would be comfortable enough to let me see her and every once in a while in my mind's eye I will get like a flash of what I think her hair might look like mm-hmm. and stuff like that but it's so fleeting that I wonder you know um and then sometimes I'll be thinking about her and then my brain will just like throw some stuff in there and I'm like, well, but is that really, you know, what she wants me to see or is that really legitimate or is my brain just playing tricks on me because I'm thinking about her right now because right. I'm not thinking about her. Um, and then stuff gets thrown in there that I think that those are probably the ones that I need to listen to because I'm not, you know, my brain's not already pre-programmed. Okay, we're thinking of Molly now. So let's have some ideas of what she might look like. So when one comes out of left field, like her name, right? you know, I I would put more faith in that. Vanessa's saying there are no rules, Shauna. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, it seems like there aren't. It, it's it's funny. It's, to me, it's almost kind of like, uh, like the Matrix. It's like, uh, you know, the, the world's based on rules, but... Some of those rules can be bent, and some of those rules can be broken. So it's like they kind of are, but they kind of aren't. Um, Ren Oak says you can get different readings from different psychic readers saying separate things, all of them true. And I think, yeah, and, and to a degree, that's that's true because um, you know we all have our 
different things about us, different abilities, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, what Vanessa has going on is different than what you have going on is different than what I have going on. And, you know, even Leslie Fear asked down there in the chat, and I guess we can get rid of the headphones now because Vanessa's done with the call. Um, yeah, so Leslie Fear asked down the chat, um, you know, like she asked you, what my specific abilities are. And I don't ever really think of me having specific abilities. But I guess dreams are my superpower. Or I guess one of them. I know I call it superpower. <laughs> um, I see a lot of shadows. And so I think that's always something that's been interesting between you and I is where you see more apparitions than shadows. And I see more shadows than apparitions. And... You, you would almost think that would be the opposite because usually we say you're the dark to my light and I'm the light to your dark <laughs> and yet you're seeing the lighter apparitions and I'm seeing the darker shadows. So go figure that. But we both see the twinkles. We both see the twinkles. You see more of them than I. Yeah, we both see the balls of light. We both see balls of light. You see that shimmer, but I don't. So go figure that. Although, also, when we saw the little girl at Mineral Springs Hotel... You didn't see all that shadow stuff beforehand. You just saw the apparition. Yeah, I wasn't, you know, honed in on it. You know, I thought I had seen some light play, like there was something going on, and I was going to initially blow it off as something happening outside, just hitting an angle just right, or someone moving just right, or, you know, my brain initially blew it off at first. And so then I think that that's probably why I didn't see what everybody else saw first but then you know finally you know conditions became favorable and it and I kind of was like you know I need to open I need to open up a little bit I can't just and then all of a sudden it's like pow I was like wow <laughs> okay all right right and say so, and then and the great thing about it is is that it wasn't just one of us that saw it um because that's usually I mean, there was what Five of us that's her yeah yeah and you know that's the one thing that i always hate like i i'll like i'll see it somebody else won't see it i'll hear it somebody else won't hear it or i'll hear it and it's out loud to me and but then audio won't catch it so i hate that i hate that so i'm like great i'm hearing voices again it's just me <laughs> no proof just my just me. usually the way it happens or something happens so quickly that you're like oh there was and, and there's no chance for the other people to see it. Yeah. yeah, that that happens quite a bit. So this, the way it happened, even though nobody else saw the shadow bit before, like I did before the manifestation of the apparition, everybody saw the little girl. So, um, so there are some uh, questions down here in the chat. Which is, you guys sometimes we talked about tangents with uh, brandy cream we got a little bit of tangent about colors thank you roland <laughs> but it's cool it's all cool we appreciate all the questions uh do energies that are observed uh based on alignment i.e good equals white bad equals red or is that a stereotype and i saw vanessa say down in the chat that stereotype and it really is um you know, I've been in a lot of the research that I've been doing, like Leslie uh, says, so that's why you're fascinated by shadow people. And uh, Andrea Agrisane saying our black shadow is bad. So um, a lot of people, you know, it's human nature to relate different colors to uh, different emotions. You know, completely makes sense. And so that's why in a lot of our 
movies, you'll see different things be red or black stand for bad or anger or, you know, things like that. And white is supposed to be more divine. Um, however, you know, I've, you know, my uh, shadow person book that I'm working on, I'll just throw that out there because it's, you know, most prevalent on the mind. I've taken in a lot of stories about different colored eyes. And so, you know, Mr. Red Eyes is supposed to be the bad one. I've also gotten stories about yellow and purple eyes and things like that. Of course, there's black-eyed children and stuff like that. Um, but I've had, yeah, the the guy with the red eyes, really, really bad experience um, with the girl in Edmond, Oklahoma. It's what our episode Monster in the Closet on Animal Planet was about. Yet, I've also heard stories of basically a benign red-eyed entity it's just kind of standing there maybe being kind of creepers but wasn't necessarily bad and evil and doing something nasty um also with the shadows answering the question about are are black shadows bad um there are some that are and there's some that are not you know they are uh you know like people some are good some are bad so um yeah, Leslie, I have a fascination with shadow people because I've seen so many, and I think that there's a lot of theories out there that need to be, need to be cleared up. So, you know, the question becomes, because I have seen so many shadow people, um, you know, and I've had a couple confirm that others saw it, like the one in my house when I was a, uh, a teenager, when I was 13 years old, my mother saw it, said that she also saw it. Uh, but there are others that there's no way other people could have seen that, you know, I was there, or there have been times in which I saw something and other people were with me and they just didn't see it, but it was a shadow. So the question becomes is that because of the way my third eye functions, you know, that I'm able to see shadows more than like Shauna, she sees more apparitions. I have a lot of stuff going in my dreams, premonitions actually come true. Other people don't necessarily have that. So you know, you have Vanessa who remote views and she's able to channel and do all these other different things. So, I mean, it's a, it's a great question. Is it, you know, everybody has a different type of functioning third eye. As I say, Justin had a long comment, but I couldn't copy and paste it from here for some reason. Which one? His hypothesis here? Yeah. Justin Brown, I've been developing a hypothesis concerning the sighting of shadow people in a cryptochrome protein found in the eye called cry4 cry4 is believed to be used by birds and insects to navigate allowing them to see earth's magnetic field lines these magnetic field lines appear as a shadowy anomaly where the magnetic line is something to consider um okay cool that's uh that's definitely different so um justin you could throw that my way i mean i i might be able to use that somewhere in the shadow person book um if you want to like get a little bit more deep into that and maybe give you a spot in there about it. I mean, I hadn't even, I was going, uh, don't want to get too much of a tangent here with that, but, um, you know, the, the book is a lot of different experiences, a lot of different theories in there, but aliens, you know, it's part of the, you know, entity. If this is a matrix or whatever, um, of course, all the different forms that people see, um, you know, interdimensional beings. There's a lot of different stuff that's going into this. So, um, what? I think Frontier is messing with us. Why do you say Frontier is messing with us? There's people saying that we're freezing up. Well, I don't know. It, that got a green light down there. So, um, Robert Hanna, certain Sasquatches have different colored eyes as well. 
So I've never seen a Sasquatch actually. So, um, Bree Jones, some shadows are just blacker than black. Those are the ones to stay away from. Um, yeah, I get into a whole, you know, are you know, darker than dark and all that stuff. Um, I will maintain to this very day that they are just like people. Just because it is extremely black does not mean it is a nasty, evil shadow person. It just means that it is colored that way. That the color doesn't have to do with how bad it is. They are, you know, they have free will. There are ones that are bad. There are ones that are good but you know they're benign they're they're not doing anything nasty or evil to us just because it's standing in the corner of your room because that one was blacker than black um you know, it didn't actually do anything nasty or evil to me you know there was a certain fear factor and i think people fear what they don't understand that doesn't mean it's it's evil so um they just look creepy. They look real creepy, and they scare the shit out of people because people don't <laughs> understand what they are. I mean, that one that I saw, I thought I, it was somebody in my room to kill me. You know, the idea of shadow person never crossed my mind. So, um, so in Melanie Baggy, there's probably a lot of very organic reasons for things we experience. That's that's true too. You know, there's sometimes where it's just a real world you know, reason as to why something happens. Like it took a while with your, you know, shimmer that you saw for us to be like, okay, this is really something, you know? I mean, and even when you first saw it, there wasn't a, a reason for there to be a heat mirage at that time. No. Um, but still when it first happened, we couldn't rule it out that it wasn't just something physical, but it kept happening to you. Yeah. I was going to just blame it on just some physical medical something or other that maybe just at that moment had something going on just with my body personally you know um but you know it didn't it it wasn't something that i saw everywhere i looked um you know and i so i try i tried to i tried to rule it i tried to blow it off as just something personal medical with me um but then it wasn't something that was happening all the time. And then and then it started happening more often. And then, you know, right bef- right after I saw it, stuff would happen. Or I would, you know, feel something before it showed up. Or just, you know, there was no there was no pattern to it or anything like that. It was just pretty random. And, and then now it's she's just everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, even like at the restaurant and things like that. Um, Justin, to answer your question, yeah, if you want to uh, write something up and send it my way with the references and all that, um, that's cool. And if I end up using it, then you'll get a free book out of it. So there you go. <laughs> so um, uh, Roland Gerodia, shadow people can be protectors in some lore right there. Yeah, there's a lot of different lore around shadow people depending on the culture. Um, there's a lot of things that are very similar, uh, which is interesting because, you know, over millennia and, you know, societies and cultures that haven't been uh, connected, having very similar type of lore associated with it. But there's other ones that are very, you know, different as well or um, being protectors. Uh, yeah, that could that happens in some of the lore. There's there's, you know, some of the lore that's just you know, the shadows are simply just a part of the soul like human soul, not even something that's, you know, different. So just depends on the, uh, on the culture. 
But there's a lot of them, like when you get into like old had syndrome and things like that, where that lore is very consistent over many, many different cultures. So Holly Pendlin, I have dreams about things that happen months later. So premonitions, we talked a bit about that last week, uh, the dream episode. So um, that was uploaded um, this past Friday on the YouTube channel. So you can always check it out there. But uh, just real quickly, I mean, this is still another way in which your third eye works is that you know, while you're sleeping, your third eye can still function. You know, and so that may happen with dreams, and that happens with with me, where I'll have a dream about something that months later, weeks later, maybe a year or two later, it actually happens. So that's, you know, I think that's the third eye still functioning, still going while you're asleep, and it manifests in your dreams. Hmm. I remember that uh, lapis crystal ball that you got me. Yeah, sleeping with it right next to the bed. And that was a bad idea. Yeah, because you were having all kinds of crazy things wow. going on in your dream. So the lapis is supposed to enhance enhance the uh, the third eye. And I, what was that like? Your birthday or was it Christmas or something that I gave that to? It's just yeah. like the big ball of lapis, and it just. It's like, well, this is pretty. It looks yeah. nice right here. So I'll just sit it right there. This is before I really, you know, I hadn't really used it that much. Right. But I liked it, and uh, but. The dreams I was having were just, I mean, and I would go just from one right into another one, and they were just uh, happening, you know, so frequently and like just bombarded me. I'd wake up and I'd be exhausted. I'm like, well, what have I been doing? You know, right. just and I talked to Donna about it, and she was like, yeah, don't sleep with that right next to you, <laughs> <laughs> right next to your bed. That's what's going on, you know. So I ended up, you know, putting it across the room, but and then it, and then it stopped. Yeah, but it was just like it felt like I was just randomly just going from place to place to place, and it was like very overwhelming. Like if I'd have been going through all that whenever I was awake, physically awake and aware that I was awake and this stuff was happening to me, I'd probably just sit in a box of black tourmaline and just be like, (laughs) (laughs) "That's it." So. Yeah, and then it just it went away because I, you know, if I'm going to sleep with something next to my bed now, Selenite's good. Um, amethyst, I would. Um, rose quartz, for sure. Black tourmaline, definitely. You know, if I'm going to have stuff next to me, that's what I would do. There you go. Leslie Fear asking, a third eye dreaming equals subconscious? Well, you know, there's there are a lot of things within your dreaming. We covered again. We covered this last week, so you can always uh, reference that. But real quick, you know, um, you know, lots a lot of times your dreams just are subconscious playing out in your mind, playing out a story. Uh, but then there's other times where you're tapping into something. You know, a lot of times with the the premonitions, you know, it's it's something else that you are actually tapping into, and um, it would be at least I believe, your third eye that is accessing that information to be able to pull it into your dream to give you that that premonition. For me, it's been, you know, the, the, the time lapse between having the dream and when it happens has always been different for me. I, I've heard some people say, you know, I, I dream something and the next day it happens or, you know, the next week it happens. Mine's been weeks, months, years, always different. Um, but... 
there's many times where I, that I've had a dream and it's it's come true. So it's not in those cases. It's not just subconscious, like the ones in which like I give you a weird one where I'm in this spaceship headed to Mars, and for some reason I'm getting sucked out the airlock and. For whatever weird reason, in the middle of space, gravity actually takes over. And it's like I'm not just floating out of where the airlock was. I'm like falling straight down, which is weird. Shouldn't happen in space. So part of it sounds like the movie Alien. She blasts the alien out of the airlock, you know, because it kind of had that kind of door. You know, and I don't know about the gravity and falling in space, but. So that's subconscious stuff right there. That's just <laughs> weird, whatever the heck going on in the brain. Um, I don't think that's third eye. But when I have a dream of a historic house um, that has like a specific staircase and um, a, uh, a landing up there with the railing and there's these back stairs that go down into the kitchen and then... Three or four months later, I suddenly end up at that exact house. That's a premonition. Um, and I, it's the third eye that's basically accessing that while I'm asleep. So uh, Robert Hanna has some uh, comments about that. So we're going to have to do a shadow person episode here. That can of worms got opened up. And and on the Hunter Road Media Channel, we've done a lot on shadow people. There's a nice little creaky somewhere. Hmm. Um, which of course I'm going to continue doing that because of the book coming out and um, and heck the name of the show is Beyond the Shadows so but um, I mean, we just did one a few months ago when it was inside the Upside Down but we can do another one here soon um, so um, Tanya was just asking you the, what the stone was again it was the lapis right yep yeah so um Rich Valdez, or maybe it's Valdez, I'm sorry, Rich. Uh, what When the body is most relaxed is when the third eye can most be active due to the fact that the consciousness is at rest, the subconscious is released. There you go. Um, what else do you have? Okay, Tanya Sargissian, do you think it's just their camouflage, the darkness? <laughs> when it comes out, please read A Walk in the Shadows. I actually address that I actually do so um, yeah <laughs> yeah Tanya Young Carl Young Rocky in spaceships yep it, it's a thing um, Chanel Fletcher we ignore the black in the night for the most part black eyed children can trigger our fear instinct and that's when we notice them um, yeah black eyed children uh, trigger the fear instinct while simultaneously you are also wanting to allow them into the house. Black eyed children do just weird ass stuff to people. So um, they're very creepy. They've got that monotone dialogue. They're dressed really drab. Um, and they're, you know, their eyes are just plain black. And they're trying to convince you to let them, invite them into the house. You have to invite them in. Um, and there's a part of you that really wants to but there's also an alarm going off in the back of your head that there's something wrong with these kids. So it's just an interesting dichotomy. Um, 
So let's see what you guys have. When does the book come out? I'm trying to get it out by the holidays. I don't know if that's going to happen. Okay. Leslie Fear, can ghosts present themselves the way they wish you to see them, even in shadow? I think some can. I think so. Because, you know, I probably, a lot of the shadows I feel like I've seen interact with me like specific spirits do. Yeah, with the same mannerisms and like the same voices on EVPs when I'm looking at a shadow or whatever. So I kind of feel like that some of them just, that's how they manifest. That's how they want to be seen at that time. Or maybe they can only, you know, pull shadow or whatever because they don't have enough energy to, you know, show themselves as a person. So but yeah. then I've seen shadows that, don't really interact you know they're just kind of just there or they'll peek out or whatever but they don't give off the same vibe as like oh well that's obviously you know this spirit or that spirit there are some of them that give off a vibe that i don't know who that is so yeah i think i think they can do that yeah um i've heard from a number of people that are more sensitive than I, that have psychic abilities, what have you, that, um, well, a couple of movies, The Gift is one of them, but also um, The Sixth Sense is, you know, fairly close to the way it happens for some some of these psychic mediums. And you think about the way things were appearing to him, you know, they were showing him... um, what was wrong what was going on with them what their situation had been you know whether it was the uh, you know the girl that was being poisoned or the biker at the very end you know they were they were always showing him what had happened because they wanted to give him some sort of information to pass on to, to others so um so that's what they were showing him but and, and i've heard of spirits showing up as a death pose or their death face that's not always the case and i think with some uh with some entities like they can choose how they appear like even between ages because we've heard of ghosts spirits appearing in their child form even though they they died at an older age but showing up at this location in their child form. Dave Nunnally talks about this with Cassie down the pool, that he believes she went on and had, you know, had a long life and that she comes back to the pool as a little girl because that's when she was the happiest. Um, but it also might be you know, some, other, some other things as well. So like you, know, you have a, uh, an elderly person in the family that passes away. Well, if they were to show themselves to me, if I only knew them as an elderly person, as like their younger self, that would make no sense to me um, because I never knew them like that. I knew them as the older person, so they would show themselves as the older form. While I've heard stories of people seeing the person that they love, like, oh my gosh, he's younger and handsome again now too, you know, that sort of thing. So they're seeing that person that had lived until into an elderly age actually be young again so yeah i think they have the ability to to choose how they show up um diane hilbert was saying so i need to buy a lapis to open my third eye i I think it just 
it's helpful maybe i mean that's that's the one that I, I mean you could me. op- but you could open your third eye other ways it's not like you have to have a lapis but it helped yeah. it helped it helped yeah. me um i would say you know what helps me may help may help you or you may require a different stone i would um i would i would do the research to find out what your other options are in case it doesn't work um and then that way yeah maybe something else will work for you i donna suggested it and so i gave it a shot and worked pretty well donna's pretty pretty perceptive though she knows what she's talking about so (laughs) you know i i i usually take her advice to heart so yeah yeah she's pretty awesome yeah so, um, Roland Girodi, it's not to sound silly, but could deja vu be a form of spiritual regression that is telling you in your past life you've been here? Well, we all know that deja vu is a glitch in the matrix. It means they've changed something. <laughs> uh, there's a couple of different reasons possibly for deja vu. Could it possibly be from a past life? Yeah, we've talked about that when we've done reincarnation and stuff like that. Um, it could also be, we talked about this when we talked about dreams again, that um, you know you, you dreamt of a place, maybe you don't completely remember the dream, but then you end up there. And so to, to you, it's like a deja vu because you got a glimpse of it in a dream somewhere. So um, I think there's a number of different reasons for deja vu. Uh, but if it is one of those other things like the dream, like um, a, a being part of a past life, I think that would be the, the third eye honing in on that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, everybody's saying we have to do another shadow person show. So we'll have to do another shadow person show. Um, there's some more talk in there about black eyed children. So we're going to have to do another show on that. Or actually, I was going to do a Friday night ghost writer uh, no, well, not a Friday Night Ghost, right? But a uh, one of the shorter episodes on the uh, YouTube channel of that because we've done a whole Inside the Upside Down on Black Eyed Children, uh, probably like a year and a half ago. Um, Robert Hanna, if a Black Eyed Children showed up at your doorstep, what would you do? Not invited in. Whatever you do, don't invite it in. That's the wrong thing to do. Um, so and to ask Leslie's or to answer Leslie's question. I don't know if they're true or not. I mean, I've, oh, I've heard a lot of stories. There are a couple people that I trust for, I mean, I have no reason to not trust them that have had reported experiences to me with black eyed children. Um, some of you, some of them you wonder about though, because it's like, I don't know that person. They're reporting this fantastical story. Um, so I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm in the middle of writing a shadow person book where I'm putting in stories from people that I trust. So it's like, I could see how a skeptical reader reading the story that I just put in there would be like, nah. You know, even the stuff that I've written and put in there would be like, nah. Yeah, I I put a lot of my stuff in the WTF file because I know what happened to me, but I even question myself a lot of the times. I'm like, Man, if I told the wrong person about this, they would definitely lock me up. Like, this is weird. It's very weird. Even for me, weird. And <laughs> there's other people that are like, that's no, not so weird, you know? Um, you know, I've never encountered a black-eyed, one of the black-eyed children. I've never seen one. 
and I chalk that up to the reasons I don't see a lot of the bad things. I feel like my filter just blocks it out, or if it's around me, it's just like, I'm not going to waste my time with that one. She's not going to, you know, she's going to give me the finger and tell me to get lost. So, <laughs> you know, that's that's what I chalk it up as, seriously, because, you know, there's been like a like maybe a couple of times where I felt just like, you know, there's something, you know, bad, you know, close by. It's not, you know, uh, like a demon or anything like that. But there's just something that I do not want to get to know or, you know, be a part of whatever. My mind just, you know, shuts it out. So I don't know if that's why. I don't know if, you know, the shields are working or whatever. I have no idea. I'm just really, really, really happy that I don't experience stuff like that. Uh, Vanessa has, and she can have it. Right. Um, all the Vanessas of the world, you know, <laughs> you guys can have all of that. I, I, I don't want to have anything to do with it, and I'm fine with it. All right. So, out west, paranormal investigators said they've captured a shadow person on video and EVP. Cool. Um, we actually have as well. We have a really great uh, shadow person clip from the Campsville Grade School. Um, yeah, as far as like um, like the black eyed children, you know, it does make me wonder if yeah, I, I, maybe it's the right word would be attunement. Like your third eye has to be attuned a certain way to be able to see certain things. You know, we talk about different vibration levels. And we've talked about before with the different the differences between the things that you see and the things that I see that, you know, we're resonating or vibrating at a different level. And so maybe that's another type of a term is like the attunement of your third eye or whatever. And maybe with black eyed children, maybe that's one where, you know, you have to be vibrating, resonating or attunement, whatever the hell you want to call it, <clears throat> you know, a certain way in order to be able to see that. I don't know. I mean, and a lot of these things are going to be like, I don't know, because we're still trying to figure it all out. So um, it's interesting, though. All right. So um, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. So really do appreciate everybody joining us for this episode of Beyond the Shadows. Uh, for those person that are listening to the podcast later, please go ahead and follow us or subscribe to us or whatever it is that they do on that particular platform. Of course, on the Hot Road Media channel, uh, subscribe to us out there as well. And uh, we might have to do Shadow People next week. You know, they they tossed in a lot of uh, interesting questions that end up pertaining to Shadow People. This is beyond the shadows. Mm -hmm. So we may as well. I mean, we've done Shadow People a lot on here, but... Keep finding more and more information. A lot of people have submitted some wonderful uh, personal encounters that have, I mean, really raised more questions that have caused me to delve further into the research. So, yeah, we'll go ahead and do it. We'll go ahead and do it. All right. So um, that'll be it, everybody. Have a great night. <laughs>